In a world where social media and outrageous beauty standards reign supreme, Girls in Real Life encourages young women to love themselves by living fearless and filter-free. Society might have its own idea of what a girl should be, but we're here to remind you of what it truly means to be a girl in real life. Now, let's get into this week's episode. Hi, you guys. Welcome back to the Girls in Real Life podcast. I am your host, Mariah Clayton, and I'm really excited today because we are doing another Share Your Story segment. As you guys know, this is an opportunity for you guys, my listeners, to come on the show and share your life story. So for our guest today, I'm going to give her a little time to introduce herself and tell us a little bit more about who she is. Alrighty, hi you guys. Hi. So good seeing you finally, Mariah. Well, I'm Lakeisha. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm Lakeisha Jackson. Um, I'm a model, I'm an esthetician, I'm an actor. Um, well, I do so much, it's so hard to like remember if I'm not reading it. But um I would say I'm also a survivor of so many things. Um, I know I'm missing something, but as time go by, we'll, you know, it'll come out. Yeah, we're going to um, cover a lot. <laughs> yeah, and I'm also, what I'm the most excited about is I'm the new founder of a luxurious cosmetic line, Viva Lux 7, and we'll get into why the 7 is important. That is so cool. You really do do a lot. Like when you sent me yeah. a show, I was like, this girl is killing it. So let's start, like, what made you want to venture off into all of these different things? I would say to uh, to pretty much grow and to not fumble, because the more I'm busy and the more I stay positive, the more it's like, okay, you got this to do, you got this to do, you can't give up. It's like, it helps me just stay focused and stay strong, because it's like, I'm constantly achieving things, and also to make um, someone in heaven proud. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm the type of person like I have got to stay busy. Like if I'm idle for too long, I get into like a bad mental space of like I'm not doing enough. I should be doing this and I'm not doing it. So I definitely feel that like really having to keep your schedule busy in order to just like keep pushing, keep achieving those goals that you have set for yourself. Mm -hmm. Because it's like once you stop, it's so hard to like get going again. <laughs> it is, it is. <laughs> yeah, and I'm a model too. So have you always been interested in modeling or was that something that you just kind of grew into? I would say when I was younger, I did like Barbizon and stuff, mm-hmm. but it wasn't passion. It was just like people always telling me I should model. But then as I grew older, it became my passion. Like it really helps me display like something so beautiful, but on the inside, it's the opposite. So I feel like that's my way of like, you know, um, showing some type of beauty or some type of, you know, um, butterfly flower effect with the modeling. Yeah, Yeah. that's what I like about modeling too, is like you have the freedom to just create and be like literally whatever you want to be. Even if in your personal life, you're not there at that moment, like you have the opportunity to create this like experience for yourself and you're like in the whole nother dimension yeah and it makes me happy it makes you happy yeah and I can tell you're a model you're gorgeous oh whatever thank you (laughs) you are I could tell you were a model though I'm like she looks like she models yeah Uh, for sure I don't get booked enough jobs (laughs) to be called like a real model yet but you know aspiring (laughs) we're trying to get there yeah that's like me too it's like I do like 
like certain stuff, but like for the most part, it's like um, a hobby. I would say a hobby, but it used to be a job, but now it's more of a hobby. It's not paid. I want to get paid though. <laughs> yeah, girl, I'm right there with you. I'm like, I will go and do free shoots for anybody because I just love it that much, but I can't wait for the day where like Fenty Beauty is calling me up like, girl, come and do this campaign. Like, <laughs> so I also know you have a son, right? Yes, I have a son. So um, that's really a part of my story. So my son is 12 now. When he was seven months, I was 17. His dad was brutally murdered. It's labeled as the worst homicide in East Baton Rouge history to this day. It's still a cold case. Um, So I just created the cosmetic line as Viva Lux 7, like luxury 7. But to just like turn the 7 into something so beautiful, like okay, this happened, but she turned it into this. So that's where the cosmetic line comes. And um, it's lip gloss, eyelashes, it's Caribbean oils, it's body scrubs. I'm going to just keep adding to it as I go, you know. I love that, but I could not, like, I can't even imagine what you went through at that time in your life at such a young age. Like, how were you mentally during that time? Um, Mentally, I was numb. Um, it took years up until maybe this past year, I just began to heal 11, 12 years later. Wow. So it's pretty rough because after stuffing it for so long, it's so unhealthy. So that's why I want to be here to tell other women like, hey, it's okay to go through things. It's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to not suppress and because I suppressed so long and it le- it led to self-destruction to where me and you would have to talk because it would be hours of it's really going to have to be a book ASAP because the book is going to tell everything. Yeah. Well, it'll touch so many lives though. It's tragic, but it'll touch lives. Yeah. And that's like, I always say being transparent is such a beautiful thing because even that was, so, even though that was such a difficult time in your life for you to be able to like come on here and like openly just share, like, this is what I went through and this is how I overcame it. Like, I think you are so strong for that. And I like, I honestly, I would probably still be in in a rut, like just distraught. But you have come out on top and you have created this whole line. You have become a model and add, like all of these different things that you're doing in your life. Like I couldn't even imagine like what you were going through and then having to provide for a child at that time too. And, you know, not even being 18 yet. What was the support like from your family and your friends? So I'm the only child. So that's really amazing because my mom is my rock. Um, I would say my mom has been my biggest support. Um, friends, I'm kind of non-existent. Kinda, I would pay for them to hear this and be like, no. But, you know, yeah, I have yeah. had friends as, as time has grown in my different careers. And, you know, but uh, my mom, my biggest supporter, we co-parent. She's like my sister. She had me young. She was a team mom. I became a team mom. And we just do everything together. To our, like to this day, like even yesterday, she had to step in like, hey, we're going to have to get some help because I can't keep stuffing and self-sabotaging. It just yeah. can't happen. Yeah, keeping so. in those emotions can really self-destruct, like make you self-destruct and like get into this negative headspace. And, and it's hard. It's really hard. And that's why like when I found your podcast, I'm like, this is all I've been wanting. And now it's finally here. I got nervous, but I'm like, you got to share your story because so many people are lost and broken. And like, you know, um, it's a lot I want to say, but I'm going to be hesitant. But it's just, um, I just want to touch so many people. Like, you know, I help them not go to strip clubs and not go to men 
looking for love and um, so much. Yeah, really like seeking that validation from yourself and not trying to get it from those outside sources, which is what a lot of people do. And I mean, not that it's a quote unquote bad thing, but until you realize that this is something that is hindering you, it can be harmful to you and to your life and to the progress that you want to make. So it's like you have to become aware of the things that you're using as coping mechanisms. And are they healthy ways? Or are they unhealthy ways? Um, so really, again, like just educating yourself and becoming aware, like, dang, should I really have like went to his house last night? Like, was that really what I needed? Or, you know, should I have done this or should I have done that? And understanding like, well, maybe I should go to counseling or maybe I should talk to my mom or a friend. And instead of, you know, trying to bottle it all in and figure it out for yourself, like there's power in like speaking and talking to other people. That's where you find comfort. Yes. And the enemy tries to trap us and think, make us think like we shouldn't tell people. And that's where I've been all this time. Like, you shouldn't say that. You shouldn't think that. But we should. And we should seek therapy, too. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm proud to announce I actually start therapy tomorrow morning. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah. And the enemy also, he tries to make you feel bad about things that you've gone through in your life and he tries to like put the blame on on you and like oh you allowed this to happen or you let this happen to you or you didn't do anything about this and that is just like that happens to so many people like I Mm -hmm. have so many who are just like I just can't believe like I let this happen and the enemy is in their mind saying this is all your fault this is all your fault like what are you going to do now and you really have to understand like those are complete lies like (laughs) you can't you can't believe those things because then you know that's something that you probably never be able to get out of if you don't ever forgive yourself for allowing those things to happen or for that happening like I feel like that's Mm -hmm. one of the most important steps of self-love is self-forgiveness because you can't move forward until you're able to accept those things that have happened to you embrace it learn from it and then Mm -hmm. Oh, and just continue to, to grow into who you're supposed to be. Yeah, that's deep. Yeah. And it takes time. It does. It ain't gonna happen overnight. Not at all. <laughs> yeah. But it takes yeah. work. It I takes love communication. How, I love how you do like rituals too. Like you, do you set like certain, like certain things like, okay, I need to do this every day. Like I saw you post it like different, like things like to get you in the groove of it, like on a regular basis. Yeah, like some love tips. You have to get into a routine. I I think like with me being an athlete, routines have always just been super important to me because I my body runs off of a schedule. If I don't have a schedule for the day, nine times out of ten, I'm be in my bed watching Netflix, not getting nothing done. (laughs) So I think just like having a schedule and even just like waking up and not going straight to your phone, but actually taking a moment to pray or to write down things that you're grateful for, you know, to say those self affirmations to yourself and not just like going straight to whoever texted me or Snapchat me, but like really spending that time with yourself first before you let other people in. That's so good. Yeah, that's really good. I mean, it's easier said than done. Sometimes I'll like roll over and like want to check my phone so, so bad. I'm just like, 
Just take us take yeah. one minute, like say thank you, Lord, for being here this morning. I love you, and then like go on about you. But you have to like even if it's just that as a start off. Like we all have to start somewhere. So I mean, really, like just taking that time and spending it with yourself, so that then you're able to give to people. You're able to you know let other people in and help them with their issues because you've already dealt with yourself for the day. I'm gonna start incorporating that because I need it bad. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to talk more about like your cosmetic line. So you started it in 2018, right? Yes, I started it in 2018. Um, it was, it always was Viva Lux 7, but at first it was just like mink eyelashes. I used to actually do um, lash services. I'm an esthetician, so I, I used to do um, all kinds of stuff, facials, and I worked at Ulta in the salon. Hey, so, I worked at Ulta too. Really? <laughs> yeah, girl, I miss <laughs> I miss it actually. It's just like one, I got a day job and it kind of interferes. So I haven't started doing it on the side because mm-hmm. I'd rather do it like in a business like setting. But with that, it was like I always want, I love beauty, 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 beauty. Like it's um like everything just always was like makeup jobs, Walgreens, um, makeup counters, Sephora, everywhere was just makeup. So I was like, I always loved it. But I love the fact where it was able to help me hide my pain. So like how, like right now they can't see us, but I'm not like that. Like I would never walk out the house without eyelashes, without lip gloss, without um, lipstick, full face makeup. And um, our, in all actuality, I didn't need it, but it made it even more beautiful, the canvas. So it made people would never think, oh, she's been through all of that because of how I kept my image. So that's how I grew the love for makeup. But then as time went by, I just feel like, it's first in love with the product, but then they'll fall in love with the person behind the product after. Everyone mesmer- like mesmerized yeah. to where they would never know yeah. that she is broken underneath there. I wouldn't leave the house without a full face, lashes, wow. everything, but that was my coping mechanism. It's just like by me falling in love with it that deeply, I just want to use the makeup industry, the cosmetic industry to... Um, bring in other women and let them fall in love with the product. But when they fall in love with the product and they see the behind the story behind the product, they'll fall in love with the person and the owner as well, and just inspire them. Like, so they're not only just looking cute. This person has been through this, yeah. and she yeah. found this. So that's the whole goal. I like what you said about how you weren't like in your healing process process yet and so the makeup was kind of like your coping mechanism in order to like mask the <laughs> that you were yes I feel like people do that all the time and even though it might not be makeup it might be like certain clothes that you wear like you wear really bad yes. clothes um or it might be something that you do like you drink alcohol um you know I feel like everybody when something traumatic like that happens you know they have a coping mechanism whether whether they're aware of it or not and I'm glad that now you're able to like basically turn it around and build this makeup brand and build this community of women and empower them not by helping mask their pain but really like showing them I got through this by using mm-hmm. you can do the same thing too so I love that I think that that is so yeah thank you so yeah. what is it like um, being a mom now? It's like, it's kind of different because um, I had them so young. So it's like a sister-brother type of relationship. But mm-hmm. um, it's starting to grow more into a motherly son bond. But he's almost, he's about to be 13. So it's like, I want more 
it, so I'm ready for that. And you, you are know, those yeah. yeah. It's it's thirteen years, it's time. <laughs> <laughs> Is yeah. a man in the life? No. And I said, um, hopefully someone listens to this that lost their loved one, maybe it made it. It made for two years from now. You never know. But um, my advice would be not to look for that loved one in every other mate because it'll never happen. It lead to delayed promises. So that's one thing I will want to get out there to everybody too because that's been my issue. And I was going to ask you about that because I know like losing someone like that so abruptly, like you're not prepared for that like nothing in life mm-hmm. prepares you for like that moment of losing a loved one and then also you know having it be your significant other and you guys have a child together and now it's like yeah. you have to go on and continue living your life and growing without this person who you love so so much and you know eventually mm-hmm. one day that you'll have to you know well not necessarily have to but that you might find another person that you fall in love with but you're constantly looking for that person in someone else and like yes. you're never gonna find it and that can be really hard for a lot of people mm-hmm. has yeah. that been like a hard tr- like have you dated anyone else since the passing yes in the very it was always just self self-sabotaging um that goes on a whole deeper level. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't have to get into it. But, uh, <laughs> but, but that brokenness led to not it not being like long term, you know, constantly being how men are with, with, with men, but being the woman, but being how men are. But that's because, you know, hurt people hurt people. So, yeah, that's true. That's why you have to heal yourself first before you go out and try and quote unquote, heal somebody else or be a part of somebody else. Because a lot of people will say like, oh, this person makes me whole. Like, no, girl, like you need to be whole by yourself. And they (laughs) need to just add to like, it shouldn't be, oh, he's my missing piece. You should already be put together by the time like y'all even get to that serious point. So and I think that's a misconception that society has put into women's minds uh-huh. and has to complete us. And that's so not true. Like we can be individuals. We can go out and be entrepreneurs and start our own businesses and worry about our careers and not have that be so selfish. But really that's us bettering ourselves for our partner in the future. And I also wanted to get your advice. Like, what would you say to someone who is looking to start a business? I would say research, 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 take your time. Cause, and it's so beautiful now that it's like flourishing. It's not even where I want it to be yet, but everybody's like, I remember at Ulta you were planning this and at every job I ever had, even years ago, it could like four years ago, it was a thought, but I didn't rush it. I took my time. So it took like four years to even launch it because it's like, if you rush it, it's not going to last. I would say to really take your time, rush it, really fall in love with what you want to sell and what you do. Because if not, when times get hard, you're not going to want to do it. Um, I will also say to stay focused because it's so hard to lose focus. Stay focused, stay focused. (laughs) And I would just say also to don't give up. Whatever you do, don't give up. Because I actually closed for like the whole year. I just reopened this May. Oh wow! Why did you when I reopened? But because I think I had I lost my job, and then it wasn't just the layoff of the job. Lost for like three months. It was like a layoff. But even after that three months, I wasn't just like, oh, let me get it back open. Let me get it back open. And then I think location, location. I was like always like in smaller towns, and I feel like. 
I'm really made for like big cities, big places, but I just haven't stepped out yet. What would you say is like the biggest hurdle that you faced in building your business? I would say um, financially, finances, because to make money, you have to, you know, you got to do money. And I would just say um, finances, not really saving and preparing. Because um, if I would have saved and prepared, I could have got started ahead of, you know, started ahead of time and reopened ahead of time. Yeah. So I would say that more than anything, just saving and planning. Yeah. And being consistent, being consistent too. Yeah. I feel like now with COVID and quarantine, a lot of people are venturing out into like, building a business or trying to build a brand. Um, And I think research is always number one where to start like with any and everything, because if you don't know what you about to get yourself into, then you are just going to be like completely out of it (laughs) before you even get in it. (laughs) Right. And looking crazy. (laughs) Right. (laughs) We are coming up on the end of this episode. So I wanted to give you an opportunity to say, what is the biggest life lesson that you have learned so far? Oh, that's such a good one. Oh, my God. Um, The biggest life lesson that I've learned so far is to never fold under pressure, no matter how hard life gets. Never fold. Because I truly believe that in the end, it'll be so beautiful if you don't. I love that. Yeah. That's it. It takes pressure to build a diamond. So if you're not, (laughs) you know, if you're not feeling no pressure, like... Maybe you need to go and set your goals a little higher, venture off. Like your dreams should scare you. They should scare you. (laughs) And what's so funny is you had no clue. This is nothing but like, just it's, I, it gives me chills. My nickname is diamond. No way. Yes. Yes. That's my nickname. And it's because we were going to name our first daughter diamond and he was saving his back. He saved his back. he was tatted up and his back was going to be her. Oh, wow. And when he died, I became her. Wow. Oh, my God. That is so beautiful. <laughs> That's so funny. God works in mysterious ways. He does. Yes. Thank you for having me. Girl, thank you for coming on this show. You are literally amazing. (laughs) You have overcome so much, way more than the average person. And you have continuously like come out on top. So I applaud you. And I'm looking forward to everything that you're going to do with your cosmetic line and everything that you're going to just do with your life in general. So keep killing it. Thank you. You keep killing it too, because this is amazing. This is amazing. Keep it up. Thanks, girl. All right, you guys, thank you all so much for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode and I will talk to you guys in my next episode. Bye. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this week's episode. I hope that it was able to enhance your life in some way. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast before you leave and also follow us on Instagram at underscore girls IRL. Go out and live a fearless and filter-free life and always remember to keep it real.